Good morning, Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I am your host, Mike Chen. Give me a follow on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten. It is Thursday, April 29th, 2021, and a massive day for the Big Ten football in general. It is draft day. It's officially draft day. Uh, We will hear multiple Big Ten names being called. Uh, My estimation is, uh, you know, you're probably looking at, um, you know, Greg Newsom, Rashawn Slater. Uh, I've probably got, uh, you know, Justin Fields. Um, I'm obviously missing somebody here. Uh, Maybe Rashad Bateman. Um, Let's see here. Quiddy Pay is probably going from Michigan. Um, Let's think off the top of my head some of the – uh, mock drafts that I've seen. I'm obviously missing somebody, but uh, obviously, uh, you know, all of the draftees, um, Rondell Moore could potentially go in the first round. There's not been a lot of uh, chatter about him going. Uh, but regardless, I will bring you all of that tomorrow. It is just the first round this evening. And so we will find out which. Players get selected tonight. Again, I think it should be a pretty solid day for the Big Ten. Uh, Ohio State uh, will probably not increase its all-time lead on most draft picks in the first round. Uh, they've got a two-selection lead over USC. Looks like USC uh, Christian Barishaw will be drafted. So. Uh, Along with Justin Fields, they will uh, wash each other, and that lead will continue to be at two, and uh, they'll possess that for another season. But uh, it it should be a banner day for the Big Ten and the NFL. Uh, There will be a few uh, NFL guys uh, that uh, we'll see that will actually physically be there. Um, And uh, it's interesting because, obviously, last year everything was virtual, uh, that's where we got the, the fantastic view of Bill Belichick and his dog and uh, ESPN popping, you know, saying Bill Belichick uh, right where his dog was sitting at his computer. Uh, it was a it was a great uh, a, a great way to you know kind of get into the uh, into the homes of uh, multiple uh, coaches. You saw the gorgeous atmosphere that Cliff Kingsbury has in Arizona. So uh, you know it's going to be a big day for. A lot of players uh, inside the Big Ten and across the country, and uh, you know, congratulations on all your hard work. It's, it's years and years of hard work finally paying off when you make it to that next level. All right, let's get into what happened yesterday because it was not a quiet day, unlike a few days earlier in the week. There was a lot going on, and we're going to start off at Nebraska. An unfortunate news for tight end Thomas Fidone. Fidone was the highest ranked recruit in their 21 class. Enrolled early for Scott Frost was really shown a lot of promise during spring practice. Unfortunately, during a practice, he got injured and Nebraska didn't release the extent of the injury until yesterday. Fidone has hurt one of his knees significantly enough where it will require surgery. There wasn't a ton of details aside from that, but it looks like at the timing of his injury right now, he's going to miss a portion of the year. Uh, Anytime you're looking at a knee injury, 
Um, you know, if it's a, you know, if it's a meniscus, uh, you know, or, or uh, an MCL, uh, you're probably looking at uh, four to six months. So uh, end of April uh, puts you at uh, August. So, uh, you know, season starting at the end of August. Uh, and then, you know, that's, that's on the, that's on the good side. That's on the four. But, but if you're looking at the six side, you're looking at October, November, which is potentially the whole season. Uh, so uh, this is a big blow for Nebraska because Fidon was looked at as a guy that uh, in this recruiting class that was going to play right away. I could not see him not getting some run. Uh, and so this is a significant loss. Any loss you get for an injury and you're too deep is it hurts. It does. Depth is so significantly important in football that you're unfortunately seeing one of them get knocked down, and that is in Thomas Fidon. So uh, unfortunate news out of Lincoln for Fidon. Uh, we wish him the West and uh, hopefully a speedy recovery. And I would love to see him on the field this year, but uh, you know, if he's not physically ready, I guess we're going to have to wait another year to see one of the highest ranked recruits in the Big Ten on the field. Yesterday, the Illini had a pretty damn good day. First, they got the news that New Jersey tight end Owen Anderson committed to the program at 6'4", 235 pounds. Uh, Anderson is a, a great frame. Uh, only had two other Power Five offers in Michigan State and Georgia Tech. Uh, this one's actually a little bit surprising. Usually Rutgers is all over their New Jersey prospects and uh, kind of shocking. Maybe this is diamond in the rough type of deal. However, not necessarily because he still had Power Five offers. So an okay offer list, obviously, for Anderson, but uh, I love the size. I mean, 6'4", 235 pounds. Uh, you know, you're, you're seeing a lot of um, a lot of tight ends that, that come into programs that, uh, you know, 210, 215. I mean, that extra 20, 25 pounds is massive uh, because at the next level, you're dealing with defensive ends and linebackers that are – at minimum, 235 pounds. Most of them are bigger than that. So uh, for Anderson to have that kind of size at this point in his career, uh, it's pretty impressive. And you only expect him to add, continue to add good weight on. You know, maybe he arrives to Champagne at, you know, 245, maybe 250, and uh, a potential uh, position changes in order. Uh, because if he keeps getting bigger, he's going to grow out of a tight end and move to the offensive line. So maybe this is a projection out uh, for that. Uh, I have yet to you know take a look at at his uh, you know highlight package, uh, but uh, you know something that you could see is there's potential that if he continues to get bigger, he could slide down. Uh, they also got a Rutgers transfer quarterback Arthur Sikowski. The Illini have added in another quarterback and uh, my estimation is is that this is just depth uh, you know uh, what Sidkowski did at, at Rutgers wasn't impressive uh, he really struggled in my estimation and um, you know when Noah Vidral pretty much took over the job uh, although it hasn't been announced that he is the starter that the, the Nebraska transfer uh, to Rutgers it, it's still kind of writing on the wall and that's where 
Greg Schiano was leaning towards uh, making his selection on quarterback. So when Tsikowski entered the portal, uh, you know, this was uh, not surprising. Uh, you know, Brett Bielema, I think, is just trying to kind of rework his roster. And this is a depth move. I really, you know, Brandon Peters is, is returning for another year. I just, I don't see Tsikowski really challenging Peters at all. I think that uh, this, this, is a, this is a type of move where uh, you're looking at, you know, Sikowski most likely, I wouldn't say 100%, but uh, there's potential that, you know, he could take a red shirt. Uh, he's also getting that extra year here from this past year and a free transfer as well. Uh, so we'll see. But, uh, you know, I don't think this is a move where you're seeing a quarterback move from a Big Ten team to a Big Ten team that's going to start right away. Uh, that, this, that's not the situation uh, like Peters did when he moved from Michigan to Illinois. So, uh I just don't see it. I think this is more of a depth move for the Illini. Ohio State is losing some depth, but at a position where they are the envy of the majority of schools across the country, not just in the Big Ten. Wide receiver Jamison Williams has entered the transfer portal. Williams uh, was... He wasn't a... He, he got some run. He was not a bit player. Uh, I really, you know from watching some Ohio State games, you know, he looked like a guy that has a ton of talent. You know, this one is a playing time thing. Um, when Ohio State continues to recruit at a high level at the wide receiver position, I believe it's three years in a row that they're bringing in the number one wide receiver in the country. Uh, not only that, they're, other, they're also bringing in other wide receivers that are a top 10 type of guys position-wise in the, in the country. You're going to get pushed down if you're not playing. And Williams uh, did see some playing time. But, uh, again, when you look at, uh, you know, you've got Garrett Wilson returning. Chris Olave surprisingly decided to come back. Those are your starters. You know, those are guys right there. And then you, you've got, um, you know, a guy like Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison Jr., Emeka Ugboka, uh, you know, in, in this most recent recruiting class that uh, if you watch the Ohio State spring game, which I got a chance to do that, man, those two guys look like they're going to be stars. I mean, let's be real here. So uh, I understand where Jamison's coming from. It's unfortunate for the Buckeyes, but uh, he's got he's got enough talent to play at this level. He wasn't just get he just wasn't getting an opportunity to do it at Ohio State. And, uh, you know, if. And when he finds his next destination, I think that he's going to be an impact transfer, hundred uh, percent. I really do. Uh, Indiana uh, got a transfer as well yesterday in Northern Illinois defensive tackle Weston Kramer. Kramer was a second-team MAC performer last year, very solid. Um, he's a guy that uh, most likely will get some run right away. Uh, I think that. Uh, Kramer will, uh, you know, help Tom Allen and his defense. And uh, I think this is one of the, not like a huge, massive pickup. You know, this is not one that's going to make waves uh, all, all across, you know, uh, college football, uh, like Michigan State got in uh, Quadravius Crouch yesterday or two days ago. I'm sorry. Uh, but this is a guy that uh, I think is a very solid player and will contribute for the Hoosiers. So uh, a very interesting uh, addition. Um, you know, I think that uh, Kramer will be, uh, I don't know, 
more than a role player. Uh, he'll be a solid uh, player and, uh, you know, flash here and there. I, I think they got a good one. I really do. Uh, Michigan State uh, has seen a ton of transfers uh, since their spring game this past weekend. Eight prior to last night. And another one, make it nine, as Theo Day, the quarterback, has entered the portal. This one, not really all that uh, damning to the Spartans. And the reason being is because Day wasn't really considered as a a guy in the quarterback race. Um, After last year and, uh, you know, Rocky Lombardi not being all that great, ending up in the transfer portal and his replacement, Peyton Thorne, actually playing pretty solid. Uh, I think in in my eyes, uh, just, uh, you know, from what I've seen, uh, I think Peyton Thorne is the leader in the clubhouse here. I think transfer Anthony Russo is right behind him. Uh, and I think that uh, you know, if everything works out for Thorne, he could be, you know, if he stays for three more years, he could be a three-year starter. Uh, and the next guy from Michigan State to, you know, potentially be an NFL guy. I mean, there's a there's a decent amount of Michigan State quarterbacks in the NFL led by Kirk Cousins. I mean, you, know, you wouldn't think that Michigan State's a quarterback factor to the NFL, but uh, they've done pretty well for themselves over the years in uh, pushing out quarterbacks into the NFL. They really have. Now, that obviously wasn't Mel Tucker. That was Mark D'Antonio. Uh, but still, I mean, it's pretty impressive uh, you know, what, what they've done to, for quarterbacks over the years and getting them to the next level and succeeding at the next level. Pretty impressive. Uh, over to the basketball side of things, the Illini are seeing the nation's leading three-point shooter return, and that is guard DeMonte Williams. He will be back for his fifth year, his free year. This is huge, absolutely massive, because the Illini have lost so much talent off of this past year's team. Uh, not only to the NBA and, you know, Kofi Coburn, Bayo Desumu, Georgie Bihanishvili, into the transfer portal as well. Adam Miller, surprisingly, he's a guy that uh, probably would have been a starter. In my, I mean, he started in a top 50 type of player, decided to leave. Um, and getting Williams back, it's huge. It's massive. Brandon Underwood really needed some good news, and this is really good news as uh, you know Williams, like I said, was the top three-point shooter in the country last year, shooting right around 50%. So massive, massive return for the Illini. And one more note on the basketball side of things before I sign off for the morning, and that is Maryland. Maryland promoted Greg Manning Jr. Uh, from a video scout, like a senior video scout, to the director of operations. That is a big-time promotion. That tells you how valuable Mark Turgeon sees Greg Manning Jr. And uh, his father played for Maryland, and you know this is something that you know you've seen uh, – across the years, sons of players 
having impacts either on the court, on the field, and or uh, on the coaching side of things. And this is another example of, you know, him realizing that there's opportunities, uh, use your connections and uh, make it work for you. Give yourself an opportunity to potentially make a, a, a move. And that's exactly what Manning did. So, um, you know, Mark Turgeon gets extended. Greg Manning Jr. gets a promotion. So congratulations to Manning Jr. And uh, should be, you know, I think Maryland's in pretty good hands going forward. So uh, they're, uh, they're a solid team in the Big Ten, Big Ten basketball. Lots of good teams in Big Ten basketball, obviously. And that will do it for me this morning in your Big Ten Morning Minutes. Once again, I appreciate the listen. Go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter at MikeFChen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten. I'm, I'm Radius Reviews. Share us on all of your listening platforms. Have a great Thursday, Big Ten fans. Enjoy the NFL Draft. I'll recap all of that and more tomorrow morning. Have a good one.